So I just talking to All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we've got the nerd here, minus one, plus one, plus two, something. So, normally, it would be Peter, Greg, and Coleman. Uh, Greg is not well t- this evening, no, so he's... No, Coleman. Coleman is not well this evening. Greg is here. Do you want to restart? No, do you want to restart? It's, restart I think it's already a clusterfuck. No, I think it's better when you just let it go. That's great. It's like behind the scenes while you're there, man. I am here. He, he, yeah, Greg's here. Coleman's not here. Peter is here. Hello. Filling in for Coleman is Chris. Hello. And Sarah's here. We probably should have had Sarah on this side, but because of uh, yeah. Chris's unique seating arrangements due to having partial leg function, that's how that... that, that well, three quarters of the way. Well, it's still a part of, right? Your your cushion's probably falling off. Peter's, so is Peter's, Greg's. Our couch has this thing where it likes to slide the cushions. It throws people on the floor. Yeah. I'm sitting on the one cushion that's still got the attachment. <laughs> oh. I thought that was a couch you could eat. But you're not even on microphone. I think there's a cream for that. Peter's not even on microphone. All right. This evening we are going to be discussing fads of the past. Uh, Peter, did you want to lead off, or Greg, or who wants to do what, with where now? You're not picking on me because I'm the oldest, are you? Yeah. You're the oldest? Yeah. Never. I might have you in soul years. Oh, okay. There, there you go. So, yeah, we'll start off with the 70s. Yeah, yeah, I like the 70s. Mm-hmm. That's when I was not a thing yet. You have yeah. to be on microphone, too. I, I thought we were going to start before the 70s, but that's okay. Before the, well, we can bounce around because we're not stuck by papers. <laughs> Trust for, me. For, first of all, for the seventies, I just want to bring out there's a lot of fashion trends that just hit all the way through the seventies, late sixties. They started off some of them, but pretty much they almost all died by around seventy nine. Uh, bell bottoms, bell bottom jeans. Yeah. Right now they did exist before. They were like you know uniforms, right? But it goes all there's a whole history behind them. But sure enough, you know platform shoes. My mom loved both uh, of those. Both yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. And even I remember the return of the bell bottoms in like the what early to mid nineties. No, no, it wasn't that the was parachute two- pants. Yeah, parachute pants, pants is in the nineties. Parachute 90s. pants was nineties. Yeah. The bell bottoms came back in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've come back. They've never really hit it again. And the eighties were taking over with no. straight legs. Yeah. <clears throat> but. But the, uh, so, so that's one of the things. And the 70s actually um, really had just a lot of stuff just falls into the 70s. But one of the things that, two of the things that really popped out for me as big ones that just really lasted and people still talk about them today is the Pet Rock. Yeah. 
1975. Six million of them sold in six months for four dollars a piece. It was the biggest Christmas present of that year. But it was literally a rock with googly eyes on it, was it not? And came with a manual, a care and and education instruction manual, 32 pages long. Came in a basket with straw. They were all named. Right? Sarah has a comment. Came with a manual, so did it actually shit bricks? Well, one of one of one of the uh, the benefits that they argued for in favor of the pet rock was that um, cleaning up after feeding and watering were very simple for pet pet rocks. <laughs> I would say, right? But they came with handy instructions like you could teach it to sit, you could no. teach it to roll over, but it needed a little help. Yeah, you you got to get him started. Yeah, you can teach him to kill, but he needed a lot of force from you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so you know, but yeah, in in their time frame, boom, right? Uh, but, but like, was it sold as a gag gift? Like, how uh, how could you sell such a thing legally? I'm, like, I I think it really really hit on in the fact that it was at a time when, a, from what I remember, people wanted pets but couldn't have them because there was the, the laws were still there. No, I can say you can't have pets. That whole thing, right? So it it became an issue of people not having pets. So it did, although it was a gag, there were people out there who took that pet very seriously. Psychedelics helped with that matter. <laughs> yes, yes, of course they did. Psychedelics Drug helped with sex, everything. Drugs, rock Come and on. roll, and pet rocks. Right? They're still helping today. Um, <laughs> everything has a nice color to it. See, <laughs> nowadays there's a crackhead that'll try and smoke that rock. But speaking of psychedelics, you're right? looking at me, Rock. What about mood rings? Mood rings, oh. mood rings yeah. 1974, right? Well, then they came back in the 90s, too. Came back big, right? But again, still not the same as their heyday, right? It was like in one year period, just storm. Oh, I don't in know, man. Also, they, along the side of uh, the mood rings and stuff like that, they had the holograms and crap. Yeah. yeah. The, there's two different kinds. I'm not sure. It's the ones you could see through. Not like the ones you would find on a on a card or something. Now, 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 I'm just gonna do a kind of a weird jump because there's just one other spot that I want to bring up about the '70s, and it's something I've always noticed: um, '70s horror films. Now, sure, we still have the um, serial killer ones popping up, but not as much because we haven't hit Friday the Thirteenth yet. Right. Right. But what we do have coming in is um, uh, Santonic cult films. Ah. Right, and they actually take a bulk, right, of of just that whole period. And that was a 70s. fad. And that was a fad for films, kind of like it's the superheroes now, right? You know that whole thing where it's just going to go on for a period of years, but a good period of years. And the weird thing about it, there was a lot of horror films. The Devil One, right? <laughs> good times. Twist in the seventies for mm. for horror films, but that was it for the seventies. Anyone else want to pop in before we do the eighties? Because I just talk. Um, well, what about like uh, TV fads and stuff like uh, shows that like everybody had to get home at that time? Was there many of them? There wasn't many of them. TV wasn't that big. It, it wasn't that it huge. Wasn't, it was, uh, you couldn't record it. They were all one-offs. They they weren't uh, series. There was no such thing as one, reruns. One-off yeah. episodes, right? Yeah. Wasn't Three's Company 
big in the 70s? Yeah, towards the end of the 70s. Yeah, and I guess you are right, because where do you put, you know, Charlie's Angels, for example? Mm -hmm. Charlie's Angels, but I would put them at the beginning of the 80s. Now, right? is there any any uh, major toys that kicked off in the 70s that were, like, huge fads? You know, I got a lot of toys for the 80s, but I didn't jump on toys. Are you going to talk about music bands in the 70s? Oh, like music's not my thing, man. No, no. Oh, okay. he's not. He's not a... Okay, I was. We lost say, our music guy. So, right. yeah, unfortunately, Peter's not the music guy. Um, I, on the other what? hand, know a little bit about the music. Like, you had your Jimi Hendrix, you had Cream, you had um, haha, -ha, Matt, you had yeah, Woodstock. You you had long hair Woodstock acid rock. Was, was Woodstock in the? I thought Woodstock. Woodstock was in the sixties. What you had in the late seventies was the start of the disco era oh, and the, the Bee Gees. and the end. Abba. Uh, and the end of uh, the heavy hard rock, the the long hair okay. banner rock. I know a huge fad from the seventies, Star Wars. Uh, well, well, but again, it's right at it's seventy eight. Yeah. Seventy eight. Uh, somewhere in there. And I, I, and I think for me, for whatever reason, it gets lumped in with the eighties. Really. Right. And, and the weird thing is, I do the same thing with the Alien franchise. Yeah. Right. But I think it's because. In the 80s, we get... It completed? We get it pushed, right? We, we get constant reminders. They were good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. right? You, you know how I feel about A New Hope, right? That that one of the most incredible movies ever made, in my opinion, with the depth of scale, just the visual yeah. scaling. was just awesome. But um, I, I jumped them to the 80s. Uh, oh, Sarah's got something... Going back to the music, yeah, it may have it was the start of the disco era, and you had like you had your Bee Gees, you had ABBA, you had that what that Sayers guy, Leo Sayers, Leo Sayers, but you also had Blondie, and Blondie being one of the top forefront female singers of that time, she was epic, and her career has spanned from the seventies and eighties, but she started in the seventies, and she brought in a lot of funk as well as disco combined, as well as even rock. Yeah. So she was epic. She had the look of a rocker, but she had that disco and that um, funk combined, and I think that was good. And plus, she, Jackson Five. Mm. And if you're looking at TV, you're you're missing the, the whole All in the Family, San, Sanford and Son, and Brady Bunch, and like there was a lot of TV in the '70s. You know, Archie Bunker. Well, that's All in the Family. Oh, okay. And you got um, the Jeffersons as well. So there, there was a lot of TV, uh, controversial TV, because I guess All in the Family would con be considered controversial, especially at that time. Mm. So, yeah, there was a lot more. They Well, hang on a minute, hang on. They, Gosh, yeah. they actually say that, that just, and thank you, Sarah, because it's a very important time from that culturally, because what it does is it's showing a change from, from, as I've heard it described, it showed a change in the viewing audience. Right, and where the demographic was adding a black population or a, a melatoned population of viewers in the United States because of a movement of just not so much a movement of income, but a move a downgrade of the technology where the technology was being saturated and was now going into the the melatoned community. Um, so, so and because of that, we started seeing and they started becoming very popular. Um, exactly your point. Good times, the Jeffersons, all in the family. Yeah. Because that audience, that audience gets really strong. Well, it was, it was in the definitely 80s. a cultural shift. Oh yes, yes, yes. 
did the VCR start in the 70s or 80s? That was the 80s. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're no doing it, yeah, if you're doing it in the 70s, isn't that when you got suckered with the laser? The laser just started in the 70s, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the fad. That was the mistake. Or, we don't or talk early about that 80s. One. Apparently, there's enthusiasts now, just like the <laughs> records. There's laser. Disc it was enthusiasts. always considered better than the CD, but CD one. They are massive. I don't know if anybody out there has actually seen the laser disc, but they're essentially a, a record size CD. Oh, and yeah, they, yeah. But, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Write it. Write that down so we can remember to do that. But yeah. Um, 80s. You want to go to the 80s? Chris wants to go to the 80s. He's got a throbber for the 80s. What do you All got? Right. Who's on the 80s? I'm on the 80s. You're on the 80s? Okay. I'm going to help. Okay. I'm going to help. Because there's just so <laughs> much. There's You're so going to miss everything. First off, right, let's talk about cultural things, right? Oh, no. Preppies. Pre- Lacoste. Okay. Right? Uh, polo shirts. That whole sudden change in attitude of, I'm going to be an executive, and I'm going to wear a suit and tie, Right? The preppy emerged. Also coming in was Val Speak. Right? Gag me with a spoon, eh? What? what? Val Speak. Valley Girl. Oh, Valley right? Speak. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Right? Like, you gotta be kidding me. Right? Like, oh my God. The Walkman hits. The Sony Walkman the punches Sony you right Walkman. in the nuts and it's and on. Just boom, right? Now you got people breakdancing. How in many the of us here had a swatch? Raise your hand. My brother did. I had a Timex. I, yeah, no, I was in there with a swatch, no, man. I no. had the calculator watch. Uh, cabbage Patch Kids fall into that. Yeah. Uh, leg Warmers, Garbage Pal Kids, um, the Muscle Men. Remember the Muscle Men? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah you're missing yeah. all the you know, all the right. important stuff. And speaking of Tim, right? No. I'm going to mention this right now. You yeah. just called me Tim. Yeah, no, speaking of Tim. Oh, okay. Because he speaking actually was a member of a troupe in the malls doing breakdancing. Breakdancing, yeah. Right? Boom, because that's really when it takes off. That's why I'm so excited about the 80s, but just right there. Just okay, so then as a kid, we had Transformers. We had a the lot nin- of toys. A uh, lot of we toys. had the Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles just went kablam. Uh, we had the Ghostbusters. Uh, RoboCop was, uh, that was 80s. Eight, was it 89? RoboCop, yeah. Uh, we've got Batman Returns hits theaters, or Batman the first one hits theaters, and 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 just goes completely kablamo. Sarah says Dirty Dancing off mic because it's all the way over there. The Ernest movies and we can have oh Bernie's. god yes oh oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. The Breakfast Club. Oh, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna go about what, what I was. What about? the rock and wrestling connection and the birth of wrestlemania that was a huge fad yeah. hulkamania it was almost a c-section <laughs> I, i've been on fire today yeah sorry. i know you, you said my fart changed your dna so yeah the I, goonies yeah. and just on. to get a groan from everyone <sighs> polyester leisure suits oh you know what my fa- oh no that was more 90s but um Oh, man, there was so much crap. Do you know how much money? Okay, so Star Wars did kind of bridge that 80s, 70s kind of thing, right? It kind of was that part, right? That was massive. The toys, the Turtles did the same thing but with the toys. The, 80s where, the Transformers where did the same thing. the laws being passed about the show having to air so long before toy production or the toy had to be out before the show started? 
It was in the nineties that it, that became uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like the eighties, right? That's what you're describing. Yeah, in the eighties specifically, the cartoon was made to sell the Transformer toys, and with the Turtles, that was different because that was a comic book that they slowly developed, and then it changed into the Ninja Turtles that are more colorful that you have today. Um, but that wasn't so much to sell toys, but like. A lot of it was like, um, for example, He-Man. That oh, oh, they need oil for that. No, that's not even supposed to be turned. Um, yeah, go for it. Even though you're talking about He-Man, I was gonna yeah, wait but for you there, there's like He-Man and and Thundercats and all those like Voltron, some of those ones in there. Those are literally made to sell the toy, and that was it. So speak because this court kind of goes with your toy thing. How many of us had our Saturday morning routine where you'd get up at 8 o'clock, grab your cereal, and for me it was Cocoa Pebbles or Fruity Pebbles because that's what I was into. Some of you had like Captain Crunch. That's another phase was the sugar cereals of the 80s that we all went through, yeah. you know, like Fruit Loops and stuff. So that's beside the point. So I'd get up and I'd get my bowl of Cocoa Pebbles and I'd turn on the TV and I'd sit cross-legged on the floor with my bowl and I would watch the smurfs i would watch rainbow bright i would watch garfield and friends and ghostbusters and everything up until about noon no that was no that was the 90s and then i would watch my wwf superstars at 12 and then i'd watch baywatch at one that was the 90s oh maybe a little bit yeah i think the late 80s 80s? for baywatch like late 80s but like we called it okay maybe before baywatch it was the american gladiators yeah yeah so i mean like Saturday mornings was epic for us 80s kids. So, and it was like a huge thing. And you're right. A lot of the shows were geared to sell the toys. And that's why all these cartoons were on in the mornings on Saturdays. Because that was kid time. You know, on Sundays, the only thing you could freaking find on TV were all those damn church services that made no sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a time of, for kids. 80s was for the kids. Sunday is the God's day. So that's why we had the... The church <laughs> services on Sunday. <laughs> Unfortunately, you had to get up at like five, six o'clock in the morning on Sunday to watch your cartoons. Oh, I didn't do that. I just didn't watch TV. It was outside play day. Get muddy, climb trees, bruise knees. Play with my baseball. Ride my bike around town, kind of thing. There's other. F- yeah, okay. Well, a lot of the ones I know are from the 90s. Okay, so. Seems we're in the 80s. Let's go to music. So hair metal starts. So you get your Guns N' Roses. You get your John Bon Jovi, who becomes big. You get um, Motley Crue, uh, the Sex Pistols, uh, Poison, stuff like that, which then brings in... It brings in the punk. Yeah. Punk started in the 80s, and punk was really huge, because that's where the Sex Pistols and the Cult and the Cure yeah. come in. Um, then you also have other bands, too, that made it in the 80s. you got Duran Duran. You've got Culture Club. You've got Depeche Mode. You've got Rick Astley. Like, you've, not, he's not banned, but, like, I'm just kind of blowing off right here. You so, get Rick Rolled. You get Rick Rolled. Um, but music was huge in the 80s, too. Like, big. Thriller. Thriller. I was just gonna say the Material Girl came, Madonna. These are all popular things. Well, are she they... was really popular back then. It still these is. are all popular <laughs> things, but are they really fads? Yeah. Yeah. Metal hair metal was a 
Well, hair metal, yeah, it was a fad, yeah. Well, let's... Jelly shoes! That was a fad for sure. Yeah, I know, I wore them. <laughs> Were slinkies a fad? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, much older. Yeah, what about the fanny packs? The fanny... Yeah, that was the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, that I think that's when they started 80s. I hated when they came back and all the kids are walking around with those. I'm like, you know why we start wearing them? Because you look like a dork. Acid-washed denim. Acid-washed denim? Pleated pants. Now, <laughs> there's a question. Peter, because you're the oldest, I'll ask you. You'll have the better memory of it. Um, was the 80s the birth of the Canadian tuxedo? No, actually. No? No. You know, the full denim suit? Yeah. No, yeah. no, that, that has been, that's much older, right? Yeah. Than, 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 Is that like than, 70s or? Yeah, right. Um, but reincarnated in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Right? So it's just one of those weird things. Okay, right? a question number two. Is it still cool? Was it ever? The Canadian tuxedo will always be cool. Yeah, Chris loves if it. If it's January, yes. Yeah. It is always cool to put on your denim jacket with your denim jeans and your denim shirt with your cowboy boots on and go and work the field. Okay. Now, what about this, Peter? What if you take it to an artsy-fartsy kind of runway thing and they have a denim cowboy hat as well? That's when the chaps come out. Yeah. Denim chaps and everything's denim. Oh, denim. Everything's no, I, denim. No, no, I was just talking to, den- to the chaps. The denim's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole if you're taking me there, I'm going. Okay, so what's it, what we got next? The 90s? <laughs> Thank God. That's an intro. Or Segway. Oh, that's one thing that was a fad, the Segway. Go ahead, Gregory. All right. So the 90s was known for its grunge phase, grunge music. So we got Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Nirvana. Green Day was probably one of my favorite. Stomp, yep. Yeah. So it it also started the grunge fashion as well. So mm. yeah, yeah, and that got really popular in '92, and it lasted till about mid '90s, '94. That's when it kind of like peaked. Um, another thing was popular was tattoos and piercings started to get really big in the '90s as yeah. well. Like people were getting their belly button pierced, their There's nose. There's a new saying that says, back in the day when tattoos were created, people got them to stick out. And nowadays, people get them to fit in. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) One of the bigger uh, fads was the Macarena. That was was the biggest dance. (gasps) Yeah. Everyone did it all over the place, and it it was really, really popular. Yeah, I guess that's when dance music started to get really big. Really too. crazy, yeah, yeah. Dance mix, nineteen ninety. Insert whatever here. Yeah, it was much dance. Ninety two was the first one. I seen this video and this girl's like, "Oh, you know, when I was young, we had these things too." And she's like, "Mom, that was like the nineteen hundreds." It's like. <gasps> Because it, it's right, but it's like the last couple decades of the 1900s, and she's just like clumping you into that entire, you know, section of years. But anyways, continue, please. Another big thing was the wave 
look. So that was like for models and stuff like that. So they're like really, really skinny. Oh. They have like no like, yeah, mm. no hips or anything like that, or like or shapes or anything like that. No big butts. That's what people were saying. But so mix a lot. No, he liked them. He liked big butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's was true yeah. and then gangster rap was a big one too that's yeah. where uh, everyone started you know like shooting yeah, each other and stuff yeah, p diddy and all those other guys and then that got into like the hip-hop fashion as well lots of people used to wear like the baggy jeans and yeah. they used to wear like the all the metal stuff too necklaces and everything and yeah, big yeah, chains. Yeah, I only got rid of my chain like a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they used to have like the wallet too, right? Uh, with the, that was grunge. The, yeah. Wallet chains were grunge. Yeah. Um, The biggest thing about gangster rap and the the fads that came out of it, like the clothing-wise and stuff like that, not only did you get your baggy pants, you got your uh, do-rags and all of that. You started to see more of the African-American culture represented in clothing on TV and stuff like that. And it was more um, accepted by culture at, to the point where you had like Madonna wearing a 28-inch chain with a big-ass cross on it. And like you had kids that grew up in neighborhoods that were prom- like mostly white now running around and they weren't afraid to listen to African-American music because it was accepted. Right. It it broke gangster rap and that kind of music broke the stereotype of you are here, they are there. Right. That makes sense. Uh, another big thing was uh, teen television shows. So yeah. TV series like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was huge. And then Dawson's Creek was another one. Uh, My So-Called Life was another one. Party. Yep. 902. Yep, um, Party of Five. Are you afraid of the dark? Was a big one as well in the nineties. Well, okay, yeah, that's what I want to narrow into. So, like, we're we're listing all the things that are popular, but like, we got to get it down to like things that are like fads. So, for example, the Are You Afraid of the Dark? There was a big horror fad during the nineties. So you had Are You Afraid of the Dark? You had uh, Goosebumps. Uh, there was another one too. Creepy stories, things like that, and yeah. Tales from the Crypt. But, like, we want to make sure we're hitting the fad and maybe not listing as many. Like, it's, it's good to remember them all, but we don't have three days, right? Like, we could sit here and list anything you want. So, in the 90s, we had things that were huge fads like Pog. Did anybody collect Pog? No, I was going to mention Pog. the fluorescent thing. Everybody was wearing Everything was neon. Neon. In the neon was a huge bracelets. Snap bracelets. Puffy or paints. Everybody was doing the puffy paints on yeah. the t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, everything. So that's, there's, there's a fad right there, you know, creating your own fashion, which kind of it leads into the fashion that Chris was discussing. But in the early 90s, everybody was doing like the fluorescent glow-in-the-dark puffy paints on t-shirts and, you know, doing their own their own kind of designs. And um, the snap bracelets, you still have the big bangs, the big feathered bangs and shit. And then... You could also say that the river dance and the Irish step dancing took off as a fad in the mid to late nineties, as well. Well, can can you classify bejeweling everything? Bejeweling, yes. 
yeah as a fad because yeah, like definitely. yeah for years you couldn't go anywhere without seeing somebody with a bedazzled purse or, or denim jacket yeah <laughs> yep that's true yeah well yeah uh treasure trolls pogs and treasure trolls i remember that there was lots of another big fad that came back and the mid 90s i i'll never forget was marbles out of nowhere everybody was out buying a bag of marbles and you were sitting in the backyard shooting marbles and that's like something my dad from the 50s was telling me that he did and all of a sudden you got kids like that are 10 11 years old out in their backyards digging holes so that they can play marbles and it's like okay how the heck did this come back around let's play with some glass balls well, well same thing with the somewhere. the pog. What what year was the original milk caps? Do you remember, Peter? No. Yeah, single out, Peter. He's been here the longest. He he knows of things that I don't. Another fad, Pepsi points. Where is my jet? Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. That's 80s. a good. That was in eighties. Yeah, that was in eighties. What about cherry cola? That's that, was 90s. that better not go away either, because I'll be really mad. They still have it at Walmart. I've got one from the 90s, and it's specifically for me, right? Because it's the one I didn't get. Every time I went, it was sold out. What's that? The Billy Doll. The Billy Doll? Right. Are you talking my buddy? Uh, uh, Billy Doll, the first outwardly open gay doll. Oh, okay. Right? Um, Because my buddy was a pretty good guy. Right? Um, I had a big run for the first three years, and then just kind of faded away and disappeared. Right. Um, I had two friends, right? There was Carlos, who was Latino, and then there was Tyson, who was Melantone, right? They had other differences. Carlos wasn't. The other two were. Um, <clears throat> but they came with different outfits, right? Yeah. One of them being a parcel service outfit, which they removed um, because UPS asked to suit them. <laughs> but, but you can find them still yeah. on eBay. Right, uh, Coleman and I were looking at them, and um, around two hundred was around the cheapest. But there was one set that was uh, eleven hundred. So you know what? I'm really disappointed in Chris, Greg, and Sarah because neither of none of them have mentioned wrestling buddies. But we already passed the eighties, and you didn't mention them. I mentioned I opened the door for the wrestling. Nobody mentioned them. Okay, you you want to talk fads of. The, the 90s for wrestling then. We get... Going back to the 80s. Okay, so we'll go back to the 80s. You got your wrestling buddies. That's where your LJNs and all that first start. And then you get into 2000. You macho men's. Yeah. And then you get into the 90s where you get your bone crunchers. You get your um, more movable action figures and stuff like that. Wrestling figures become a fad. But the thing is, is a lot of people don't realize when wrestling figures first came out, yeah, we collected them as toys and played with them and stuff like that. But it's not until now that they're actually a giant fat. It just recently came, like started again, that the the wrestling figure market has opened up and blown up because everybody wants the nostalgia again. We want those collectibles. Now we're adults and we're like, Okay, I want my toys from when I was young. You and you'll you notice that a lot. Like yo-yos. How popular was a yo-yo in the middle of the nineties? Oh yeah. Right? But when did yo-yos come out? 
the fifties. Something like that. Well, actually, no, they can't. They, they, can't. no, 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 no. Hold on. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Peter's right. Uh, I think, I think the yo-yo was invented in the fifteenth in the fifteenth century by the Philippines. And you have Phoenician slingers doing it before current era. Then, yeah, the the yo-yos out there. Oh. As a weapon. That, that's that's a weighted if you, string. If yeah. you see some of these guys that can really whip it around, like it, it's nuts. You can bust a nose, no problem. I used to always love it. They'd come to school and teach you how to play play with yo-yo, and it's like, wow, they're getting ready for war. And then they try and sell you one afterwards, usually. Or join up for our team that plays in the mall. He. Yay. <laughs> Skipping. Skipping was big. Well, that was because the jump rope for heart went through everything, right? They made you skip. I really did not want to. They made me do it anyway. It, that's why I didn't want to do it. Wasn't laser tag a big thing in the 90s yeah, too? Laser. Um, yeah. The and roller 90s skating? was huge for slime and gross things. That was a fad. Slime and gross things. Yeah. A fad that still exists to this day that started in the 90s. Paintball. And a lot of people, a lot of people tend to forget that paintball was basically created for the cure for guys coming back from the Gulf War. It was actually so that they could come back and still have something to fight about. <laughs> they could like relive their glory days of sniping some. No, it doesn't. An- another thing that was pretty popular in the 90s was must-see TV. Like and on, much music? No, like on Thursday nights. Yeah, much music was pretty big, too. Like Thursday nights, you had Friends at 8, ben, 9 o'clock with Seinfeld, Will and Grace. Yeah, and there was Frasier on Tuesday nights. And it was just like, and Monday Night Raw was a big thing too. That started in the '90s and it still is very popular. Up Did today. you guys get ready to suck it? There was a fad that went through my school. You know those? They're dolls and they're usually full of like sand, but then they have like a porcelain head. You get them. You used to be able to get them at Big V, and they were like a clown, and they were usually like a hobo, and and they had. A porcelain china head. Oh, because I remember in my, you know, primary school that everybody was getting these clowns with these porcelain heads, bringing them to school. And my you want to talk about one of the biggest fads in the 90s? Yeah, show me. Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. That's that's the thing. That's That was the thing. Peter's still got so nine of them. Beanie Babies I, were I huge. True, I didn't really collect many of them. I had some, but I collect ocean-themed ones. That was about it. I have the only one I have now that I have in a glass case is a new one. It's Cecil the Lion that represents the lion who was poached. In a major fad in the '90s that broke the universe was the Power Rangers. Um, I think Beanie Babies. If you go, if, if no, if you go back and you check the news and stuff, when the Power Rangers first kicked off and everything, it, it was shutting things down. There was toys nowhere. Power Rangers was a deal. How is anybody skipping over the fact that we got? The internet in the nineties and AOL. Technically speaking, because it's not though, a fad, it hasn't gone away. Technically speaking, it was though, a learning curve, not a fad. Internet was actually around a lot earlier than that, and it was something it, 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 we actually, didn't have access to. It's actually considered one of the um, um, key technological advances of the nineties. Is the internet right? So yeah, it's definitely not a fad. We don't go. 
no going back from it and no not using it anymore. It's here to stay. I've got some from the roaring 20s. What? Hey, so from the 70s, then in the back of my head, mom was going out with these. She'd go out and she'd buy these unkilned, unpainted little ceramic figures. She would spend hours painting them. I thought he said unkilled. Unkilned. I, I, I got it. My brain and, cut off. And then she'd go and had clubs. There was clubs all over the place. Yeah. And this was huge, right, at that time. <clears throat> My dad did a chess set in the 90s. Right, it was ceramics. Yeah. Right, a whole ceramics. The entire set was like a... It, the board itself was different marbles with inlaid goals, gold yeah. in between the spaces. Yeah. And then uh, each one of the pieces had like gold trim around crowns and, and yeah, bridles so, and so, stuff Yeah, so like that's that. just what yeah. I wanted to throw in there was ceramics, right? Yeah, like, ceramics was huge. In the 90s... Wasn't disposable cameras really big yeah. back then? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people used to use them all the time. All the time. And the, and yeah. the pictures weren't crap usually. They were usually pretty good for an autofocus system. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I used know. to use them all the time like, as a kid. I don't know how it worked. Oh, I know how it worked because you, the, you can just focus it in when you're developing the picture. Okay. So let's go back. In time. Yeah. Let's go to 1920s where jazz was raining down on everybody prohibition was in effect they had speakeasies which were was a fad because you couldn't get booze anywhere because of prohibition but you could go to these speakeasies and get illegal alcohol moonshine was huge but what so a, was punching what about something called flagpole sitting i don't know do you do that often no no nope. but it, it was a fad oh i closed my fucking window she closed um, her window on an I apple i did i closed my window there it is um so flagpole sitting was a huge fad in the 20s where people would basically stand on top of a flagpole and they would do it for hours and just stand there. Why? I don't know. Peter? But there was some pretty... No. He wasn't around in the 20s. He's not that old. Yeah. But let's go. Like, because there's some pretty weird shit, right? So there's something called barnstorming as well. No, literally. Literally, it was just a fad. <laughs> that they were doing it just for just, fame of doing the fad. It would be the equivalent of a challenge today. Well, and going for the challenge, you got barnstorming also wow. in the 20s, right? Barnstorming was basically jumping out of a plane into an automobile. Like okay. They did that. They did some pretty weird stuff. And then you also had the birth of the silent pictures or silent movies. Charlie Chaplin. Okay. I like the birth of cereals. Cereals when they were a fad. So you would go to the movies and before your movie would start, there would be a small movie or a movie in series. And you that, that would bring you back every week because yeah. you got to see what happens to Captain yeah. Cody or Commander Cody. I think that's, that's how Superman might have started. Um, um, probably. Yeah. A lot of things did. In the 20s, you also had the birth of the crossword puzzle, which was a huge fad. And dance marathons were thing where people would go and do your, you know, your Charleston and... A bunch of stuff like uh, your black bottom, your shimmy, your breakaway. Like, dancing, yeah, yeah, I don't. Dancing never like it always was a fad, but, but what you're dancing to was the fad. So yes. like disco. But they had dance marathons where couples would be paired, and you'd be dancing for hours on hours until each couple left the dance floor, and the last one oh, standing yeah, yeah. would get like like, like two dollars, like in Greece. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was huge dance, in the twenties. Dance off. Um, also the birth of the Miss America pageant yeah. began in the 20s. That was a good time. Yeah. And of course, we can't 
talk about the 20s without mentioning the high rate of crime. The high rate of crime in the 20s yeah. was a huge thing. Al Capone, yeah. you know, Babyface Nelson, all that kind of stuff. But are those fads going out and stabbing people? But I think that's where the true crime fad began. Or is that just when the science started to catch up to the crime? No, because I got them on tax evasion. I get them on anything else. Oh, important. Okay. But you can also look at the serial killer fad that started really in the late 60s, early 70s that Peter alluded to earlier. On that, on that vein, certainly mystery novels. Big, right? Detective so, magazines. So like, you know, the, that, that whole thing of detective, right? Yeah. In the 20s. So, detective magazines were taken off the shelves in the mid 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 to late 70s because they were actually linked to a lot of serial killers were using them and using them as fantasy material. Well, there was, a, there was a whole pushback. When the comic books started and that kind of thing, there was also a lot more literature and stuff that had, uh, you know, the devil in reference and that kind of thing. And then there was a huge pushback to clean up TV, clean up comic books, clean up this, clean up that. And and that really, you know, hit a lot of things hard. Yeah. Oh, and another you know. fad that started big in the 80s was this the so-called satanic panic. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, there is no such thing as satanic cults. Not by the FBI standards. There's no such thing. So um, it was just a fad that was taken from movies. It was movies. It was taken from movies, books, like things that Peter was talking about. Um, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, would paint satanic symbols in his victims' homes. And they said, oh, he's Satan. Blah, what about blah, blah. Um, Alice, uh, Aleister Crowley? That's, yeah, that's, that's more something that like a but Wiccan. That's a, or, but that's a satanic cult. Yeah, not really. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're evil if you're pagan or Wiccan. No, I'm pretty sure he was. But during the, the satanic Satan. panic. It kind of was like if you were into any kind of occult, if you were pagan, if you were Wiccan, you were considered worshipping Satan. And it was just a lot of it was just misunderstanding natural and the oldest religion over the religion that is foreseen now. Right. Yeah. But that's a whole other podcast that we won't get to because we don't talk about that kind of stuff. We try and stay away from we religion try to stay and away. politics. But unfortunately, it is kind of a thing because even in the 90s, Wicca took a big rebirth again because of shows like Buffy and Angel and um, X-Files and stuff like that. You start seeing more well, Wiccan and things well, come Also, back up. that's a fad too. Yeah. Um, aliens and, and comic books leaning into aliens, comic books leaning into uh, Martians, even like, right, it's not just comic books, it's media too, right? Um, like, for example, when they first started the Paramount Monsters, you know, um, the Mummy and Dracula and that kind of thing. That was a huge time where they couldn't wait to see what the next, you know, horror monster was going to be kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that that was a huge thing. Um, even if you go back as far as uh, radio shows like The Shadow and stuff like that, that was a huge fad too to sit around the radio at night to listen to your stories. And you know, you didn't in the have 20s a TV as well. Was a fad. You had kind of like the '80s where the waif look was good. They didn't want a voluptuous woman. They wanted a girlish figure. So they would be super skinny. And but they would also do something different. They would cut their hair very short and have like a like almost like a bob. Not no, not not high. It would be flat and pinned to your hair, kinda like a finger perm or finger rolls, what you would call. And they would wear the flapper dresses and you'd have your zoot suits almost. And it would be 
like it was just a classier time, I think, in terms of fashion, but also fur. Was when did we huge. lose the hat? Hats probably in the sixties. Yeah. Beginning of the sixties. Well, like a full suit with hat. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, that was like a long time ago. That that ended probably around the last the of the fifties, yeah, beginning the 50s, of the sixties. Yeah. 50s. You lost the gentleman getting up at you know six o'clock in the morning, going to the office with his 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 nice fedora or whatever and a briefcase and a suit come like the i'd say around the 50s 60s and uh when the vietnam war and all that started everybody just threw everything away and said fuck it all yeah even even women wouldn't go out grocery shopping without a hat pinned to their hair like it was the hat era was huge in the, the 40s and 50s and so yeah that was a fad right yeah it was a good long one you know, it's more of a fashion. I think for women, that thing, the hat fashion died out when JFK got killed. Don't tell that to my grandma. Yeah. Well, anything else? What did we got? I was just gonna say, up. with hairdos and stuff, we never really talked about. Well, we did talk about. Oh, the mushroom cut. Mushroom cut. You got like the perms was a big thing rat as well. Tail. Yeah. The rat yeah, tail. Afros. Like, yeah, I had a rat tail. It was the grossest thing I ever grew. Peter had a rat tail. I had a rat tail. And another thing, like, I know, it's. I guess you could say it's a fad now because magazines were big, too, and they're not well, anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. something that's kind of almost dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Internet and newspapers, the magazine too. Horror. Yeah. Before we're done, I wanted to touch on a couple of things, like, even from, like, the, eight, or the late 90s, we had the Y2K scare. Which took us into the 2000s. I can't even say that without going Y2J. Yes, I'm so ingrained in wrestling that Y2K is foreign to me. The Y Y2K was a fad because everybody panicked, and we uh, everybody did everything. It was nothing for, like the pandemic panic <laughs> for the um why like people went out and bought shirts that said Y2K is coming, um like the glasses for Y2K. Yeah, but that's not really a fad. It was it was more of a end of the world as we yeah. know it kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, more end of the world as we know it, not a fad. That was more panic hysteria. Yeah, that right? was more mass hysteria. And that, a topic yeah. on its own, sure, right? Because we know that there were certain periods in time and, you know, every almost every turn of the century there's been that, you know, end of the world. And it wouldn't take that much to reprogram things to go past the two-digit counting system. Like, that's what it was, right? They hadn't expected yeah. computers to last as long as they did with the same counting system they had. Yeah. But, okay. Okay, you're going to tell me something. Is it going to be gross? Tamagotchis. Oh, fuck yeah, that's a fad. Furbies. Furbies are fad. iPods. That's an Apple thing and I will never touch one. Okay. CD Walkmans. See, but, but, but that's the thing is, when 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 them. we go to Walkman, the Sony Walkman from the eighties, right? And and when you go to the Discman, and then you go to the iPod and all of that, I see that just as a transition of the same technology, not as anything new. Well, kind of like video games, right? They just kept transitioning. They're not really a fad because they're still going. Right. You know, that's like saying, "Oh, Pokemon is a fad." Well, it was, but it's still going, so it's technically not. It's now a brand. Essentially, it's an established brand. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and Tamagotchis have come back. Furbies have come and gone uh, in different iterations and stuff like that. The Chia Pet. The, the Chia. Clapper. Yeah. Sarah says she's got the Clapper. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. I got one for. Yeah. Well, 
No, it's not unplugged in. I don't know where it is. I haven't. Nobody knows. Anyways, we good? Everybody got what they want to say about. No, it's all, it's all good. You got more? It's all good. You want to talk about like sneaking your mom's pornos or? No, I was going to bring up like another big fad that first started in the early 2000s, but it's not technically a fad because we still do it. What is it? Texting. Oh, that's not a fad. Uh, MSN Messenger. That. Uh, changing technology. AOL would have been a fad. ICQ. ICQ. Yeah. But MSN Messenger has been, is no longer around. Like MySpace. Yeah. But that is now Facebook. Yeah. So again, it's technology as a transform. What about wheelie shoes? Yeah. Wheelie shoes are a fad. Uggs. Uh, Those are just really bad fashion sense. Or Crocs. Crocs, Crocs are still a Crocs thing. Like, here, wear this. It was made in a foam molding factory for, like, less than three cents, and we're going to charge you $35 for One it. more chemical, and one less chemical, and we can get you a McDonald's milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. McDonald's Happy Meal toys in the 80s. And the 90s. And early 90s. Toys and cereal boxes. Oh, yeah. See, the 80s was the best era, in my opinion. In the 90s. No, the 80s. Earthworm Jim. Fuck that. But the cereal, yeah. the cartoons, the toys. Pudding pops. Like in the 70s, could I just take my pants off just because? To an extent. Do you remember in the 80s? I don't know if it was maybe a girl thing or not. But they had these things that you would put on your <coughs> spokes of your bicycle. Oh, yeah, the collector thing. Yeah, and they would go. Bup, 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 uh, gimp? Yeah, gimp. That was huge. That was huge. This Still, they're, they're fads. Yeah. Chris, you got one more? To close this out, just think we're all talking about fads from like the 70s, 80s, whatever. But nobody ever talks about the fact that 80s kids are the last generation to go outside, play, come in when the. Streetlights went off, and sit around at the park. Sure, why not? Like I said, wow, we had it made in the eighties. Yeah, that got that got weird, man. All right, have a good night, everybody. Take her easy. <laughs>